show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, mother... I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show. Breakfast Club, bitches. Yeah. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yes, hi. Hello. Good morning. How are you, man? How are you doing? I'm fine, you. Get what, it off your chest, what's my happening? What's up? I wanted to talk about the aliens. You want to talk the about aliens? What? Yes, I've been infected. Talk to me, baby. Oh, boy. Well, let me tell you, I was in my bed. And I was laying down sleeping, and then I and then it was I was cold. I was asleep, and then something told me not to open my eyes. So I was watching TV, and then my mind said I was I was trying to watch TV, but it kept changing. My mind kept trying to fight it. So all of a sudden, I, I felt like I was getting pulled off the bed, mm-hmm. and then and then when I was about to fall, I almost opened my eyes, and it pulled me back. So then. I tried to change the channel of the TV, so I kept hearing music, and then, you know, that the white guy that you, you know, doing the preaching in the morning. So I tried to keep it on channel, but my mind kept making me change it. Shoot the X-Files music. Then, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I fought, I tried to fight it, and then all of a sudden, when I did fight, so my eyes, I saw, I saw a black figure scurrying backwards up my wall, and I live on the 21st floor. I can't. Definitely, I I've definitely uh, seen seen that same black figure. It's like a black shadowy figure. Almost look like Venom from the Marvel comic movies. You need to start, stop uh, alien abduction shaming people, okay? I'm not. It's, That's what y'all need to stop doing. I see the, disgust, the look of disgust in your face. Hello? Right. Hello? 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 Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, man, I enjoy, I enjoy watching y'all on YouTube and, and listening to y'all radio show. Thank you. What's up, bro? Get it off yeah. your chest. Yeah, man, I was just trying to say, man, it ain't easy, man. I'm trying to go to school and become a film and the film major, trying to go to school, work hard, you know what I'm saying, trying to get this motivation. I need some motivation from y'all. What do you want us to motivate yeah. you to do? Just keep going. All keep right, going, keep man, going. keep going. You woke up to... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, Charlamagne, man, if you could look me up on Instagram, Dan Adams 247, man, I could use some connects. I'm, I got some good... I'm a writer, director, filmmaker, man. You you probably got some, I'm sure you got some great ideas, but yo, remember, man, you woke up this morning. That's all the motivation you need to keep going. Cause some people woke up dead this morning. Hello, who's this? Hey, this Dave O from the Mo, from Mo City, Texas. I've been blessed. I'm calling about this blessing. What's up, bro? All right, let us know. Okay, man, I've been fighting for ten years, man. Ten years, man. I finally won custody of my son, man. I oh, congratulations. Won custody of my son. Appreciate it, man. I just had to call and let the world know, man, they can't keep black men dying. Yes, they can. Black <laughs> you know let him celebrate. Don't his... think that they can't. Hold they on, can. let him celebrate getting custody of his son. A lot of people feel like those things are impossible to do, and you went and fought for it man, and made I it happen. I did it, man. I did it. I did it. I'm happy, did it. Well, I'm happy for you, man. Congratulations, man. sir. Appreciate it, man. Y'all do y'all thing. Y'all listen to y'all here every morning. Do y'all thing. Keep Thank you. Eight times stand up, man. Thank you, brother. Hello, who's this? What's up, MV? Hey, what's up, Trav? Trav, hey, Trav. <laughs> hey, how you doing, boo? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. What's up, Charlemagne? What up, sis? Nothing much, nothing much. So, I'm mad this morning. I'm just mad at, like, insecure boyfriends Uh-oh. and Uh-oh. fake friends. I thought you were single, Trav. I am single. All right, what happened? So, I have this friend. Me and her work together. And we always, like, go out and stuff. And her boyfriend told her that... He don't want her hanging around me because I'm still a man Ooh. and we spend too much time together and she talk about me too much. That's true, though. You got to watch your little sneaky, uh, possibly bisexual say, best friend. Trev, you are <laughs> popping, though. I'm not going to lie, but my boyfriend wouldn't have a problem with me hanging out with you. Nah, I, and I wouldn't. And it's like, I thought, it's, it's like, boy, I'm gay. If anything, I'm looking at him more than I'm looking at, I'm not looking at his girlfriend at wow. all. Wow. Well, is he, is well, he cute? Well, well prove you oh, gay. Yeah, he's fine. Because she's really, she's really attractive. Well, mm-hmm. prove you gay and offer your homegirl's boyfriend some Okay. Well, oh, my God. Goodbye. Y'all have a good day. <laughs> All right, Trav. <laughs> I can't help it. He's popping. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out.
Hello, who's this? Queen God, DJ Envy. This Fred from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, checking in with you. Fred, Fred I was what's by up, you my brother? Over the weekend, Did you just man. call him a Queen God? No, he said the Queen God and DJ Envy. Oh. I was by you this weekend there in Milwaukee. I was in uh, Illinois. Well, 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 it sounded like Wakanda or well, I don't remember. They said Wakanda. it was like 20 minutes from Milwaukee. Yes, sir. I heard, I heard about it, sir. I heard it yesterday. I wish I would have saw you, but you know that ain't going to never happen in my lifetime. Um, I want to thank God for another week, allowing us to see another week. Just a moment to thank God. And then I got a quick story to tell y'all. Bear with me. Oh, boy. Now, I graduated high school in 98. Now, this sweetheart who I was with uh, throughout my high school year, she doesn't live here anymore, but I keep in contact with her. She stay out of town. She stay down south. Now, she called me on Friday evening out the blue. Where you at? I'm in town. I'm at the house. Ride down on me. She slide down on me. I'm doing my thing. Uh, she come over. She take a few shots of Hennessy with me. Now, her little hoe buddy's at the club, at the little bar. She want to go to the bar. Hoe's up there. I'm going with you. We go up there. Now, they drinking white. Now, I'm standing in the back of my mind. This can go good or this can go bad for me. We shut the bar down. We drink white. Shut the bar down at 2.30. We get back to the crib. I put my knee pads on. Give her a pair of knee pads. She put hers on. Turn around and throw up on me, Uncle Shotland. You, re- you really offering women knee pads when they come to your house? They don't think that's kind of weird? Well, I mean, I'm ready to go low, and I want her to go lower. Okay. Oh, my gosh. That All was right. a terrible story. I'm going to be honest All with you. Right, I, was, I didn't I was, believe it. I was intrigued, but it didn't end well. You need to get you a new, uh, new some new writers. Oh, so they can help he you with your, your middle and your ending. And it was great in the beginning, Hello. but then it just fizzled out. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Erica Merrillis calling from Green Acres Mall Security, doing a double, 16 hours shift. Green Acres Mall, Valley Stream, Long Island. Look at Ow. you, working hard. Yes. They said that mall looks nice now. When I was a kid, that was the hood mall. I know. <laughs> it's nice. Everything upgraded. I was like, yes, Century 21 is there. I'm there every day. Oh, that's day. my spot. All right. Well, get it off your chest, <laughs> yeah. mama. Okay. Well, I'm basically blessed and mad at the same time because I'm blessed because I have an awesome job and I'm getting money. So that's always a blessing. Get that money. Yes. And I'm mad because I almost got the man that I wanted. I mean, he was making mad money at the airport, American Airlines. Uh-huh. And, um... We both basically got disconnected, and I'm still blessed because I'm very independent. Wait, what happened? You got disconnected. He was the man of your dreams, but you just let him go? Yeah, yeah. We stopped talking because I'm very, like, you know, independent, and, um... I guess men get offended. Men get offended by independent women? Who told you that lie, boo-boo? <laughs> I don't know. I got everything on my own, so. Why couldn't it be that your box might have been trashed? Oh, um, nah, I'm sure her box was trashed. He never even got to, you <laughs> never even got to face this, so. Oh, well, now we know the problem. Mm-hmm. How long were y'all talking? He, he got issues, all right? He's a cancer, and I'm a Sagittarius. I don't play that. First of all, I'm a cancer. My wife is a Sagittarius. What do you say? Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? <laughs> so yes. I'm going to be honest with you, boo. It has nothing to do with astrological science. It's probably just you. You need to call him today. And Tell also, I just want to say there's nothing wrong with making a man feel like you need him, even if it's just emotionally, just like you want to be there for him when he needs you as a shoulder to lean on. That doesn't mean that you're weak or anything. I know. I showed him that, but like I said, cancer's got issues, okay? <laughs> Could you stop saying that, please? <laughs> My goodness. There's, I'm a, cancer. there's a cancer right here. She might be right. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 if you need to vent, hit us up. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about D.L. Hughley. He was on Angela Yee's Lip Service podcast, and he was talking about when he cheated on his wife and got another woman pregnant. Let's listen. Mm-hmm. So I had knocked this chick up, and she had the baby, and the baby got killed. So I go to the hospital, and this boy was laying in the bed, and apparently her boyfriend had shaken him. And what I always thought about was I knew that one day I would be man enough to tell my woman what had happened. So he passes. Finally, one day I tell my wife, you know what she said to me? I wish you would have told me, and we could have went through this together. We're asking, what would you do? Me, personally, you got to tell from the door, because if that baby is yours, and three months after that baby's born, you're going to look crazy to your wife or your girlfriend saying, hey, I got a baby and it's three months already. Well, number one, if you get your side chick pregnant, don't expect your woman to stay. I mean, you know, if she does stay, God bless her. If she doesn't, you should expect that. Number two, if you get your side chick pregnant, you are officially doing too much. Why weren't you wearing a condom? And number three, this door you speak of, Envy. What is the door? Because when I think of the door, right? Door? If a woman was to come to me and say, hey, I'm pregnant, I'd be like, how you know it's mine? 
Okay. Correct. All right. If she said, I think you're the only person I've been with, I'm like, all right, well, let's wait until the baby comes. If the baby comes, then I'm going to handle my responsibility. If you want to keep it. Okay, now after nine months, the baby gets there, I'm going to do a blood test. If it's mine, I'm going to still hesitate on telling my wife because I'm scared. That's just the truth to the matter. Right. And you know that's exactly like, what D.L. Hughley said. He was a coward, and but, that's why he yeah. didn't tell her at first. And I do think it's really important when another person's human's life is involved. Yes, I would rather as a woman find out from my man than find out from the other woman or from somebody else somebody because at some point a picture she's going to find out. Baby. But how are you going to feel once you, you know, uh, interrupted your woman's life with something that God didn't even want planned for you. You and know the baby's what I'm saying? Not yours. And, and, but no, the baby died. The baby died, so clearly God didn't want you to have but this in your what? life. But guess what? D.L. Hughley and his wife ran into the woman in the airport. See? So now imagine if See? he wouldn't have, if you listen if, if further in the story, they ran into her in the airport after all this happened. Okay, and? And she came up to them. And said what? And But D.L. Hughley had already told his wife. See? And his wife said to her, I'm so sorry what you had to go through. Well, now listen, imagine drop, how nerve wracking that would be. Drop on the clues bombs of D.L. Hughley's wife. I know one thing about Charlamagne the God. I ain't putting my wife through nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Not at this point in my life, all right? So you oh, yeah, just would have said nothing. But this was way earlier. What? This is when he I was know, really I wouldn't have had a side chick. That's number one. But if hypothetically you mean, speaking... You mean the, the new improved Charlamagne? Yes. Hypothetically okay. speaking, no. I would definitely probably wouldn't have said nothing until it was... Hypothetically okay, speaking, so he wouldn't, he wouldn't have said anything. I definitely would have said something earlier. Oh, like, and I think you have to say something because you never know what could <laughs> happen. As a man, you should want your woman to find out anything you did that was messed up from you. Be a man and Absolutely. stand up. Take it After to the, the fact, you messed up. No, you Take can't. it to Don't the funeral everything at the funeral. No, like, so. look, man, this is my baby. You know what I'm saying? This young lady right here, we was having relations. I had sex with her. Now, you really going to act up at this funeral? You know what I'm saying? Now, come on now. Be respectful. See, you 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 wrong. You crazy. Hello. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? What's your name, bro? Oh, hey, Paul. Now you had a similar situation, Paul. Yeah, man. Probably a year ago, I ended up when I had this little five chick. I ended up getting pregnant, and, and I really didn't want to tell my old lady, but you know. Eventually, sooner or later, I had to tell her because I couldn't be walking around with a baby out there. Nah, you can't now, what's eventually? That. Like, what what time did you tell her? One month? Two months? Uh, well, 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 well I, I, just, I just waited like two months just to make sure before I could was pregnant. So, you know, <laughs> Yeah, so she said, oh, she's, oh, she's in the car with you. <laughs> can you put her on the phone? Can you put her on the phone? Yeah, because you sound muffled. Who? Who? My old lady? Yes, please. Yes, your old lady. <laughs> she's she on the phone with us right now. Hey, what's up, baby? How you doing, baby? I'm fine. How you doing? Why so you, you stay you, with that man? Yeah, you decided to stay. Tell us what happened. He got a gift of gab with his mouth. He oh, can he talk not- his way out of anything. Oh, man. I thought you were about to say he got a gift of gab with his mouth in that <laughs> game fight. Oh, no. Were you mad that he told you? <laughs> Were you, mad? were you mad that he told you the ba- when the baby was three months and you wish he would have told you earlier? I mean, we like in our relationship, he always did like his little cheating thing on the side and thought I didn't really know about it. Mm-hmm. But this time, he just ended up getting caught up. And I, I don't know. I guess I love him. Has he stopped cheating? He better have. He put a ring on my finger. Let me ask you a question, baby. How your boyfriend doing? Because I know you got, I know you got your little get back on the side. I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. You got you a little get back. Leave her alone. They do okay. it well. Y'all, y'all keep it tight. They Don't got a special their, relationship. Don't mess up their stuff for the holidays. 800-585-1051. We're asking, if you got your side chick pregnant and she had a baby, would you tell your wife I ain't gonna lie. These beforehand? Stories, I get anxiety just hearing about these kind of stories now. I ain't even doing nothing <laughs> and I feel like I got anxiety. Like, Call I'm, us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, DL Hughley was on uh, Angela Yee's podcast. It's called Lip Service, and this is what he had to say. Mm-hmm. So I had knocked this chick up, and she had the baby, and the baby got killed. So I go to the hospital, and this boy was laying in the bed, and apparently her boyfriend had shaken him. And what I always thought about was I knew that one day I would be man enough to tell my woman what had happened. So he passes. Finally, one day I tell my wife, you know what she said to me? I wish you'd have told me and we could have went through this together. So we're asking 800-585-1051 if you got your side chick pregnant. Would you (laughs) tell your wife beforehand or when the baby was born? Well, first of all, I would not have a side chick at this point in my life. So I have to revert back to Savage Charlemagne to properly answer this question. I probably wouldn't say anything until the baby got here and I got a blood test to make sure that it was mine. And I don't know how old this baby was when it died, but I probably wouldn't tell my wife for another year. 
I think I do think that the longer you take to tell, the harder the it worse. is to tell. Absolutely. Like the longer period of time, if you're waiting years, and that a baby you gotta daddy. just tell. And that's when I'm gonna make sure when he starts calling me daddy, then that's when it's time for you know what yeah. to be honest. Now hypothetically, because this is all hypothetics. Oh no. Definitely not. <laughs> no way you gotta tell beforehand. Right? You you gotta tell beforehand. And I'm gonna be honest Would with you. Would you tell before the baby's born? Yes. No. Yes. You, absolutely not. When when she's yes. pregnant, you don't hundred percent know. So you still gotta tell because it's that fifty fifty. No. chance that that baby could be yours. Well, guess what? I'm going to risk that 50-50 chance. 50-50, I'm great with those odds in life. Okay? <laughs> I am fine with a 50-50 chance, all right? <laughs> my goodness. Not ruining my life for nine months and then for the rest of my life for no reason. Hello? Yes, sir. Wait, you, you didn't say your name, but you said that happened to you? Did that happen to you? It did happen to me. I'm just going to say my name is ETC. Okay. ETC. ETC. I bet you gave me a whole initials just now trying to be on the low. My name is Eric Thomas <laughs> Clark. That's not, that's, not, that's, not, that's not my initials. That's just what I go by. Okay, so uh, I met this chick, and we was kind of off and on, and uh, we started getting together. I think she was into me because I was a single dad. I had my son and my daughter, and they were three and four, respectively. Um, she, was, she wasn't sure if she wanted to be in or out, so, you know, we kept breaking up or whatever. So CIAA weekend rolled around, and of course, you know, mm-hmm. it goes down CIAA weekend. I to a chick that I, you know, hadn't seen in a while, and, you know, things went down. Wow. About two weeks later, she decided she wanted to get back together, you know, my original chick. So I was like, okay, cool. And, um, but I, um, as soon as I find out that old girl was pregnant, I found out about a week after that, about three weeks in. So I was like, I told her immediately. I asked my mom about it. She was like, tell her, you know, because you never know what's going to happen. And, and plus, you guys you. weren't necessarily together, together right. at the time, so. Unless you lying now. Right. So anyway, the, the girl has the baby or whatever, and I think that you know, competition is real between females, so she didn't want to lose me, so she was like, I'll try to stick it out. Wow. So we stayed together another, what, seven, eight years? We've been together 11 years, and we finally decided to call it quits. I'm moving Wednesday, you know what I'm saying? And so, I mean, she tried, you know what I mean? But Okay, I so you feel like she was more staying with you because it was a competition with this other woman? I mean, women ain't going to lose their man to just, you know, anything. I think a baby is no exception, you know what I'm saying? Especially she stuck it out and tried to be there with me with the two original kids that I had, you know what I'm saying? And we actually had a baby together, so I got four kids total now, you know what I'm saying? So you got four kids, three baby mamas. Right, and I look bad on paper, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right. I look bad on paper, but, but I mean, real, real talk. I mean, I've been doing the single dad thing. You know what I'm saying? In and out. You know, with this relationship. You know, all these years. You know what I'm saying? My daughter's 17 now. Well, about to be 17. My son's from the 14. They've been rocking with me this whole time, so they're the true soldiers. Because so your recommendation you know, is to tell right away. Absolutely. Don't I'm hold with that you. in. I mean, truth is always better. Truth is always better. Charlamagne, I understand what you're saying, bro, but at the end of the day, if you love that person, you're trying to be with her. I mean, oh, no, listen, at this point in my Thank life, you, if I ever was to make any kind of sev- terrible mistake like that, I would absolutely uh, be honest, but I wouldn't expect my wife to stay with me. No, but you got to tell the truth from the door. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm a stern believer in living your truth, but, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect her to stay with me. All right. I guess that was the moral of the story. What's the moral of the story? <laughs> I mean, I, the moral of the story is always live your truth. Live your truth and nobody can use your truth against you. But I'm going to tell you what. What? You get a side chick and get her pregnant and tell your wife that that happened. She's going to use it against you. <laughs> you ain't even got to worry about it, okay? The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Brought to you by Aquaman. On Thursday, join Aquaman on the epic journey to discover who he was born to be. The bridge between two worlds. Aquaman in theaters everywhere Thursday. Home is calling. Rated PG-13. We're celebrating the Breakfast Club's eight-year anniversary. Check out this moment. The Breakfast Club, good morning. We got a special guest in the building this morning. No, 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 no. You say special guests all the time. This is, we got something different. Special, legendary. Okay. You know, iconic. Okay. You know, all that. You got to keep going then. Sir Carter from Brooklyn. Young Hove. Yeah. Jay-Z. Jay-Z, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Good What's morning, up? sir. What's happening? We Welcome. Were, we were taking yeah. bets on how you were going to arrive. Was it going to be a chariot, white horse? Were you going to float in like Prince? Like, mm-hmm. Or were you going to arrive at all? I was on, pe- I, I was on uh, Pekka's back. Pekka's back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome. Thank you. Now, I, I was shocked at one thing on Twitter when you said that Magna Carta Holy Grail you thought was fighting for fourth place as far as best albums. Because I think every time you put out an album, you think, okay, this is my best album to date. And that was very um, honest of you to say that. But do you really believe that? It's only fourth place? I mean, only fourth place. But, I mean, fighting for that three, you got to fight Reasonable Doubt, Blueprint, mm-hmm. and the Black Album. That's, that's just, I mean, that's just hard. Is that the order you put it in, in that order? Reasonable Doubt first? Reasonable Doubt... Well, yeah, it's the first album I made because, you know, that's, that's the joint I took my whole life to make. Reasonable Doubt, then Blueprint, then the Black Album. But sometimes I switch to Blueprint and Black Album. Don't don't tell nobody. Is it hard, though, because you're competing against yourself? Like, you're competing against classics. Like, you know, you can't compare. To me, you can't compare, you know, Holy Grail to Reasonable Doubt or the Blueprint because it was different times in your life. True. 
that's part of the reason why I put it forth. It's very difficult to like recreate those times. Those times was like you can't bring those times back. But you know, What's just 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 for it to be so high is, says mm -hmm. what I think about it. When you look at the game, and you know, you look at where you're at now, and you look at the peers you came up with in the '90s. Did you say to yourself, "I knew I was going to be here, and I knew those guys were going to be there"? And I'm asking you that because I want to know what you think of the game now and who's going to be here 10 years from now. Uh, yeah, I absolutely, uh, absolutely, because I, I I wanted to be here, you know, and I and I saw a lot of a, a lot of um, people let opportunities go. And I was like, oh, that, that he's not going to be around. Why why aren't you doing this? If I had that, I'd be doing this. And I think about it in in, in those terms. I think about it not outside of what we do. I think about it just in in. Uh, strategic moves mm -hmm. when you when you have it and you're about to have it and you know what happens and you know i remember one time walking in the studio and uh uh it was like a small gap and uh bleak beans everybody was in there and i was like man i'm telling you man y'all better y'all better y'all got a chance right now just flood it put out a lot of music mm -hmm. because 50 cent is coming mm -hmm. and Four months later, in the club hit, and it was over. And right. It was just like, okay, now everybody got to sit on the sidelines and wait and wait this tight wave out. Mm -hmm. So, like, just seeing things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I remember mean, when you yeah. wanted to sign Wayne before Wayne yeah. really took off. Yeah. So you have that kind of vision. So who do you see now that's going to be here 10 years from now? Uh, you, have they reached the level to get a shout out? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. These people that I'm about to mention definitely okay. reached the level. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, J. Cole. Um, Kendrick. Drake, absolutely. Uh, Kendrick as well. I, I think just just on on he's talented, very talented. But just on on sheer will and wanting it, um, Wale is going to be here as well. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to stretch. But I'm sure it's other people, <laughs> right. but I you know I just want you know. Just. Now you mentioned Little Wayne. I know that you guys were this close to signing Wayne. What happened with that deal? Because I mean they got to. I mean Wayne was damn near saying he was Rockefeller, and then it just went left. The truth is, that it's my first time I ever said told this truth. The mm -hmm. truth is, I you know after I had the um I had a meeting with Wayne, you know I had a relationship with Baby, so you know I, I used to go to New Orleans. I would hang out with him. He had me in the purple little um whatever that car was. You remember them purple little cars? The prowler, the prowler, prowler going down the street. Mm -hmm. You know, no top people wanting trying to jump in the car. You know, so I felt it was only right to uh call him mm -hmm. you know i called him out of respect like yo i was talking to wayne uh just letting you know boom 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 so after that i think we received a, a letter at our office for like torturous interference whoa. <laughs> and i was like whoa is it sports it was like whoa <laughs> and it just all went from there but you know i i think i would rather you know uh lose that situation and do the right thing than mm -hmm. the opposite you know because i think i could have just I could have signed him. I could have signed him and then told uh, told him after. But you know, I did the right thing, and uh, I'm cool with that decision. Eight years, the Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now we got some special guests in the building. Yes, sir. They're from the show Hustle in Brooklyn, BET show Hustle in Brooklyn. Welcome, guys. Now Baggy, Randy, Perks. And I'm going to mess your name up. Asia. Asia. Asia <laughs> over there looking like she got all the money. <laughs> Not yet. All the checks. On the way. We're going to claim it, though. Right, right. Now, we did a, a, a benefit at Juices for Life, and there was more people involved. And how come only four of you guys are here? We won. Because we won. Oh, yeah. That way. We, we won. We was team. We was your team. Oh, yeah. Right. 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 So, so, so I'm, I'm assuming that whoever raised the most money get an interview on the Breakfast Club. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the scheme. I don't know if that was the scheme. That's not for you. That was the that's about right. well, it, was it was for charity. We were raising money for two great charities. I only had three people on my team. And oh, that's your excuse. Yeah, but got it, uh, got it, got it, got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys did Make-A-Wish Foundation. Yeah. Correct. And um, I did for the, the American Foundation for the University of the West Indies. So it's great because they actually donated the money to both of the organizations. They split it down the middle, but it was a fun competition. Oh, dope. So for you guys, this is all your first times being on reality TV. What did you think yes. about the experience? And when you watch these episodes... Do you think it was reflective of who you were in real life? Super for me, yeah. It was definitely reflective of who I am in real life. Mm -hmm. um, the reason why I even wanted to do the show, I just felt like people needed to know who I was as a person versus just, like, creating this idea from, like, seeing me on Instagram or just, like, seeing who I was walking in a room. And re-watching it, it was like, damn, I'm really nice. Like, 
<laughs> I mean, I'm very honest, but I give people the benefit of the doubt a lot. That'll like, change even... once you be in the industry a lot more. So. That's a dub now. Yeah. <laughs> well, for Asia, your father's but, been in the industry for a while, too, yeah, so that probably helps you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let everybody know who your father is. Yeah, shout out to my dad, Farrell Black. He's a producer, so he's been producing for, like, my whole life. I basically grew up in the studio. And he's worked with some big-name artists. Yeah, like uh, Little Kim, a lot of soca artists, Locks, um... What is it? New Jersey Drive. He did something on that. That's my Total. movie. Yeah, yeah, he did a I lot was just of watching cool that. Stuff. What's that? You don't know what New Jersey Drive is? That no, movie? no, no. Because I'm thinking of the plaques, like in my head. Okay, all So that's how I remember to like read down the things that he's done. But he's done a lot of stuff. So mm -hmm. he's super talented, super dope, and like yeah, he keeps me level headed. Now for you, Baggy Lodge, your dad has been incarcerated, and that's part of you know some of the things that you have to go through. And how hard was that for you to talk about on the show? Um, it was it was definitely like. It was definitely different because um, I'm not only exposing, I don't want to say exposed, but I'm letting a lot of people, I'm letting the world into like my, my relationship with my father, which is super private. And then not only that, they're getting a glimpse of my whole lifestyle and how the, um, you know, how him being incarcerated just affected my entire family. So, you know, it was a little hard and then balancing the reality and you don't really know exactly what you're getting, what you're getting yourself into. I think I can speak for everybody. Yeah. You didn't really know what was going on at first. <laughs> Green so as we hell. get into it, now it's like, oh, okay, now you got to learn how to maneuver and, you know, just iron things out. But, I mean, for the most part, it was a cool experience. Why do you keep your relationship with your father from? Um, well, only because he's incarcerated. So, you know, the case and all that, it kind of like... I, I kind of keep that private. It's How like, long has he been locked up for? His dad six an OG, years. that's why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now, like, some of y'all not from Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not from Brooklyn. Ron's from Queens. He's from Queens. I'm the only person here from Brooklyn. Perks from Brooklyn too. Nah, I'm not from Brooklyn. Nah, nah, nah. I live in Brooklyn, though. So let's talk about where everybody's from and how it is to be hustling in Brooklyn because it's not an easy place. I mean, I'm from. I'm born and raised in the Bronx, and then we moved up to Rockland County. The crazy people on up right there. You leave the Bronx, Rockland County. Yeah, my parents got some money. We moved us out the hood, so we moved up to Rockland County. My family, my mom and dad, still up in Rockland County. 23, I want to say. Mm -hmm. We moved back down to Brooklyn. So mm -hmm. I've been living in Brooklyn for the last five years. Right. Why do they call you Perks? Is that short for Percocets? Perkins. Mm -hmm. Perkins. Perkins. Okay. It's my last name. <laughs> Got so. you. You've been making money already for some time. Oh, yeah, man. I come from a family that makes money. So How do your family make money? It's between me and my family. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Probably. Yeah, um, I keep that private. Yeah, you do know I say all the craziest people in the world come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Uh, you're listen, not, you're you see where Cardi is at, right? <laughs> We're from the same hood. We come from the same cloth. True. So. True. I feel that. All right, and Randy, I'm, you're from. Yeah, I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. Now that's so what like, I really meant. Cause I'm that's from different. the country, like the sticks. So like that transition from like you know rural Alabama to New York, and then especially Brooklyn, it was it was definitely a hard transition. But you, it also um, cultivated the man that I am today. So including my hustle. So how is it like for you being here? Cause you model, so yeah, and you've been doing some really big modeling jobs yeah. as well. So I think it's easier when you come here and you got a little cash to spend cause it's expensive. Well, I honestly, like when you first come into the modeling game, you're not really making money. You know, you're doing a lot of stuff for free. You're Kendall trying Jenner to build yourself. Kendall Jenner made 22.5 million this yeah, last year. Exactly, but that's who she is. <laughs> that, and that's who she is. You know, she came into the market with the last name. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. you know, I had to kind of figure out my, you know, hustles outside of modeling, you know, getting signed to an acting agency and all of that. So trying to just leverage everything. Now, there's some love stories going on on Hustle in Brooklyn as well. <laughs> um, Baggy Large. I was about to say, yeah, here uh -oh. you go. <laughs> so let's talk about <laughs> your, <laughs> your storyline on the show. You do have, I don't, I'm confused as to what's going on, if anybody want to explain, but it looks like. What you like confused about? I don't know if you want to date Eva. I don't know what's going on. Shout out to Eva. Eva's cool. That's the homie. Yeah, she's a good... She sounds like a good comedian. Which we'll she's get I love Eva. So is that somebody you are interested in? Because sometimes it seems like it. Me and I have to wait to tune into next season. You finish, You ain't finished the season, right? I'm on season uh, episode nine, halfway through to when Azia gets into a fight. I tune into the next season. <laughs> you got into a fight, Azia? Yeah. I got tried. Is he going to a fight? Because you wasn't there. Where no. you was at? You was supposed to be smacking for me. I was at Kanye West fashion Kurt. show. You was supposed to be there, so you wasn't there. <laughs> I was in one of them. You modeled for Kanye West? Um, I was in one of the Yeezy seasons. That was, was that the one where everybody was passing out? No. <laughs> Thank God. That was God. the one outside. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was in the one in the garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wasn't at that one. It's, no, cra it's crazy that you said Baggy got a relationship because it seemed like Baggy and Azia got energy. 
Oh, this is my friend. Yeah, it seems like y'all got like some energy going on between y'all. You just say Come that because we rather sing. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Even when Angela was asking him you about another girl, he was like looking at him like. <laughs> y'all wait for the sauce. She waiting for the sauce. No, that's that's, why. that's why. exactly. Oh, that's that's what I was waiting okay. for. But no, no, no. All right, we'll be back with the cast of Hustle in Brooklyn, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building from BET's Hustle in Brooklyn. We have the cast. Yee. Did you guys learn anything watching the episodes back that you didn't know while it was happening? A lot of, oh, that yeah, a lot of people are haters. Yeah, OD. And a lot of scenes got cut. Yeah, yeah. a lot of scenes got, got, got cut. cut. Did y'all enjoy the experience overall? Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely eye-opening for sure. Yeah. And then watching it, it's like, you know, like for me personally, me, me and Baggy was talking about it earlier. For me personally, it was like, you know, like you, you didn't know what you was getting into. So you didn't really want to give a lot, but you didn't want to give a little. Mm-hmm. So looking back at it and then like season two, you're like, oh, okay, now I know how to like present myself. Yeah, now, and give the, yeah, now yeah. I know how to move. At first, you're just like, right. you're a little sh- not shy. You just... Not scared. You just don't know right. how they're gonna you. don't want to play up. yourself. Exactly. Right. You don't exactly. want to play that's yourself. It, that's, that's really you don't you don't play. <laughs> And it's no script. So and it's no script. It's all so, freestyle. Yeah. You freestyling everything. So yeah. And, and you they, don't know what they're gonna cut. What and how they keep. prep you too. Yeah. They might they be telling you. somebody else, yo. Don't forget, so and so said this. Yeah. 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 Like, you sure you said that? Be like, you didn't see that? this? So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. did you see this text? Like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, but now looking back on it, it's like it was it was a dope experience for me. And my, I'm more than sure, like my brother feels the same way. It was a dope experience. For Are us. you guys all back for season two? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> God willing. God willing. Y'all already yeah. shot season two? No, no. season one. Have they got greenlit for season two? Not technically. We got a yellow light for season. I've been doing ratings wise. You don't know? We don't know. They don't. I heard really, it was good. I yeah, feel like I we got good responses. Yeah, yeah, I heard it was. Good. It's grown every week. Every yeah. week, yeah, yeah. We've got bigger numbers. So yeah, like at first it was slow, and then I think it started picking up as the action started. You know, right. moving down. along. Yeah. There was a situation with Ivy, and I want to get your guys' opinion on this. Okay, uh, getting a kiss <laughs> on the forehead. Is that a violation if you're in a relationship? Because they made a huge deal. Hell yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. What was that question? I, Ivy, she got kissed on the forehead. Yeah, I mean, that's Jessica just not cool. Is that a big deal? He was right there, though. And it's malicious. <laughs> the way, the way they, it was presented. It was I want to say something <laughs> to him. Who kissed her on the forehead, though? wasn't cool, If man. you felt that way, I would have made that, like, interaction right then. Because he was standing in front of you, like, I feel like... You could have brought it up to Ivy, but I would have said something right then to him. Explain the situation. I'm like, confused. Nah, because we got to remember, Ivy was barking on him for the same the same thing. She was barking on him for the same so thing. So Santos and Ivy are friends. Right he just, they he gave each other a hug. Hello. About the same he spoke thing to her. He kissed her on the forehead. And her dude got yeah, mad. And he did like it right that. in front of him. A disrespectful. That's not cool. That's, that's not okay. Yeah, that's it's not cool. It's super disrespectful. I said the same thing on the episode. Like, you can't kiss my girl on the forehead. Hell no. Can't do that. In front of me, too. I mean, I don't care if I'm not there. You still can't. You should have punched Santos in the forehead. I didn't think it was a big forehead. deal. Forehead kiss. Are <laughs> so you going to let a man kiss me on the forehead? <laughs> yeah. Why are you right in there? Like, nah, like, that's disrespectful. And then look at your man right after. And then look at your man like. He looked right at me. <laughs> he, he, he whispered in her ear. Yo. Nobody ever kissed me on the forehead. I've never kissed nobody on the forehead other than my kids. So yeah, that's a little disrespectful. But I'm thinking about it. If Tiffany Haddish kissed you on the forehead, Charlotte, it's like, you crazy, Charlotte. Nah, she wouldn't do that. She's taller than you. Because, yeah, because she's mad taller than you. So that's probably where she'd be laying. Can someone kiss your wife on the Hello, Envy, can somebody kiss your wife on the forehead in front of you? It depends. On who it is? Yep. Okay, but what if it's not family? What if it's just like a guy? He's not your friend. He's her friend. I will say, though, like, we kiss on the cheek. Yeah, no. Not if you're not friends with the man. So what's the difference between the cheek and the forehead? That's what I'm trying to think. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Forehead is more intimate. I Did just you ask me? It, it, you think the yeah. forehead's more intimate than the cheek? Yeah. 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 Kiss on the cheek. The, the cheek is common. Just, How many times yeah. you, the you shake the cheek? Like, that's kind of like a greeting. You know what I mean? That's a natural greeting. You kiss someone on the cheek. It depends how ugly they are. If they ugly, ugly... I don't get it. I let my homegirls kiss me on the cheek. I don't necessarily kiss on the them forehead. on the cheek, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't know. You know it's just I mean? a little exactly. awkward. It's just not the. It's not normal. And then you looked so at them like, afterwards, mm. like to prove a point, like, oh yeah, I can have hmm. this if I want it, kind of thing. Yeah, like, then you know what I mean? Five minutes. Yeah, 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 like five minutes. <laughs> exactly. All right. So just so y'all know, because I know Envy and Charlamagne and Sia, Asia and Danielle end up getting into a bit of an altercation, right? Sadly. 
Yeah, sadly, because you, you guys, you definitely always took up for her, even though some of your friends might not have liked her and questioned certain things. Like, why do you... Ivy didn't really care for her mm-hmm. and said, why do you always stick up for her? Why are you cool with her like that? And, you know, you are a very loyal person. So where do you guys stand now? She's a super dub. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, she's a super dub. I've never re-respected anyone in my life. So, like, I come into Word. situations with respect. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a like I'm, like, in... And which is prob- probably why you I agree with you, which is why I might have to, like, have a different approach, especially coming into this business, because I'm open doors. And then it's like, okay, you do something, then it's like, okay, doors close. A lot of people, what I'm noticing is coming in, like, I don't really know about you. Let me see who you are. That takes a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm a positive person. So if I come into situations optimistic and I just assume that you will be a good person or on the same type of time as me, that's just the way I carry myself. And I learned that that is not the way with, you know, some people in this industry. And nah, if you a dub, you a dub. There's mm-hmm. no there's no need to come back. It's a lot of people in this world. I don't even <laughs> know one-tenth of them. But always remember, there are no permanent friends or enemies when it comes to business, though. Because that's what the game is. That's all it is. It's a business. Yeah, she can't help my business, so she a dub. Mm. All right, we'll be back with the cast of Hustle in Brooklyn, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building from BET's Hustle in Brooklyn. We have the cast. Perks and Randy, have they tried to make you guys have any type of, like, you know, well, you got to date somebody that's part of... They the- tried it. I wasn't with the. I wasn't with it. Like, I got a girlfriend, and I'm very vocal about it. And I've been very vocal about it. You wouldn't bring uh-uh. her on? I mean, she's been on set. She's a nurse. It's not like she's an RN. That's not her deal. Like, she... She don't want to be in the, in the she's, same world. Yeah, that's not her mm-hmm. world. Like, she's not trying to be, like, seen and all that. So, I respect that just as much as she respects the fact that this is what I do. Dope. You got a nurse. She give you sponge baths? Nah, man. I don't know. <laughs> shots. <laughs> nah. What about you, Randy? Well, I'm actually in a relationship on the show. Okay. I um, date Marco on the show, and... You know, doing the whole coming Marcos out. Marco's on the show too. Yeah, yeah, he's on the right. show as well. You came out on y'all, the show. Y'all. I came out on the show, yes, but the thing did. about it is, they didn't even highlight a lot of our relationship stuff. You they know, sure being didn't. the first BT gay couple. So, I mean, you know, that comes with. I had to roll with the punches. You know, with production and the network. Um, I'm just really excited that they, you know, did choose me and Marco to do that. So, um, yeah, I'm just really excited. So your relationship that, is good with Marco now. Yeah, it's good. No, good. we've been good. You know, I mean, but, you know, I had to do for you. Oh, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yo, I'm good. Yo, you want to play Marco Polo? Draft. I mean, you know, it's Marco Polo. Marco. That's my dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he does that all the time, too. Like, all the time. Yes. So how, how did you come out on the show? What, what was the scene? Was well, it to your it, parents? Or was it, it wasn't, you know, it really wasn't a coming out thing, like, on TV. It was just, like, they wanted certain things and you know my family and all of that i couldn't provide that at the time because both of my parents are ministers from alabama and you know they have two churches in the south so it was a little bit different for me and how i had to move with like how i would be portrayed on tv mm-hmm. um the first time around so um, did you tell your parents first before you came out yeah, on tv i had to thank and, god you know they Jesus were like don't tell them like where was that you know like? don't say anything this and that i was like, i cannot do that to my you know what was that like, though, Randy? What yeah, was that like? How did they, they say? Did yeah. they try to pray the gay away? Well, well see, and you <laughs> well, know, I, yeah, you, know, you can never really prepare yourself for for that conversation. But um, I literally just got to the point where I knew I really, really had the show, and I just stepped out. I was at my best friend's house. I stepped outside in the parking lot, and I called her, and she was like, "You know, Randy, um, we've been known. He was like, you've been showing us signs for years. I had to, you know, because I didn't want to, because." I didn't really want to, like, fly home and then, you know, right. it'd be, like, a whole thing, like... You know, listen, you from Alabama. I'm from South Carolina. You yeah. from Alabama, you say? Yeah. They'd have pulled out Bibles. You know what I mean? They'd have put, and, they'd got you in a circle. But you like, know, oh, I, got time I for expected that. that, but my parents are so cool. Like, they're missionary Baptists, and mm-hmm. I expected one thing, even though I know they love me, but it's it was, it was a afraid. very, very hard thing. And they said they too. knew already. But yeah, my mom said, you know, she we knew already. She was like, baby, you go and do this show other people like you you go and be a light for other people by this time i'm like bawling crying because i was not expecting her to say that to me you know growing up in church listening to like my dad say you know this is wrong like a man should be with a woman like the bible says it this and that and you know come to find out he told my younger brother not too long ago that 
you know, I'm going to love my son regardless. Damn, right. I don't care what anyone else says. What a great response. I know. Go like, you should be, I'm like shaking. You should bring your boyfriend with you. Yo, you bring your boyfriend with you? Um, we're going to go the beginning of next year because he's going to go home for his to his family for Christmas. Were you surprised but, that your pops was so embracing? Extremely surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, because um, I have two older sisters too, and I kind of told them first to kind of like, you know, prep me for the conversation because. You know, growing up and hearing that in the back of your head, it's like I can't tell my dad that. Right. So, how old? Is, how, how long you and Michael been together? Um, it was going on two years. Oh yeah, so you can bring you can bring him home to see. Yeah, I've met his folks and everything. I'm just making sure you're not bringing show. a side joint so home. But you know, like season two, hopefully we get that opportunity because I feel like it's a lot of guys out there that need that light. Yeah. And I wish I would have had that light growing up. So, you know, we'll see. I'm excited to be that light. I think that's great, though. Such a um, great response from both of your parents because people don't understand how important it is when you do have to tell them that what they say to you after the, After they said that, I was like, I'm good. Yeah. I was like, it's forget like what anyone else off. said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how serious y'all are if y'all been together two years and not spending the holidays together, though. Are we serious? We live together and everything. Like, we, mm, we rocking. I don't oh know. And right. FYI, that means nothing. People be bringing people home for the holidays. <laughs> After a week. Yeah. Some that's, people don't even respect their whack. parents. We spent, we spent Thanksgiving together. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. Yeah, yeah. With the family? Yeah, we're just family. Oh, okay. Met his family. Yeah, yeah, all right. Like, all right. You, stay you, at the crib. Right. Like, you, you, okay, you number one. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> now, what, <laughs> what was your favorite scene from the whole entire series, this first season? What would you guys individually perks? What was your favorite scene to watch in this series? I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't really watch the show as much as people <laughs> thought I did. Uh, wow. I, d- I didn't. My girl watched it and would tell me or text me, but like, why you didn't watch it? I, don't, I, don't, I can't really <laughs> call it. I probably wasn't home or like I may have been out. But let me think. I would probably say probably the opening scene with us talking to Darnell about being married and like if he's gonna be serious about it or he's just wasting Shorty's time. I think I think a lot of young. Black men for sure needed to see that. Oh my god! A lot of it got cut out. <laughs> he said, "That's the only scene I saw." <laughs> this is your episode. show, bro. <laughs> I know, man. But you uh, listen. I, 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 I gotta stay busy. Now. Like this ain't gonna. This ain't my 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 first rodeo or my last. So right. I gotta stay Smart. busy. Smart. So, you, go, you know what I mean? Like I, I can't you. settle on just that. Let me ask you this: Has this helped your careers in any way? Have you seen the benefits of being on Hustle in Brooklyn? Yeah, I have yeah, actually. I have. Yeah, I have, I have. too. I say I just being on BT period, it's a, it's historical. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a, you know what I'm saying? Just being just being a part of it. Just growing up watching it and then turning TV on and you could see yourself, see yourself. See yourself yeah. on demand. Like it's we had crazy. billboards in yeah. like Times Square. Like, like it's, all over the country. It still ain't hit me yet. Honestly. Yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't think it like uh, yeah, it still ain't hit me yet. yet. Yeah. You gotta watch the show though, Perks. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Thanks, thanks for having us. Thank, 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 thank you for having, having us. Bust his ass at the uh, Juices for Life. That's a fact. For the kids. For the kids. For the kids. We went by a lot, too. It wasn't by a little, by a lot. I don't even know what it was. They told me it was a lot. No, no, no. It's the Breakfast Club. It's the cast of BT's Hustle in Brooklyn. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey today? Please tell me. I have become donkey of the day. The Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. All right, listen, man. Charlemagne the God here. I'm on vacation. I don't give a damn what y'all think about that because I deserve it. Now, The Breakfast Club is in 80-plus markets in 150 countries, so we have a lot of new listeners who probably don't even know who Charlemagne the God is. So use my time off to catch up on some of my past work, okay? Okay. If you're new here, I do a segment every day called Donkey of the Day, donkey as in jackass, and that's when I give someone the credit they deserve for being stupid. So if you never heard of it, this is new to you, but if you are a regular listener, then this is an oldie but goodie because it's the best of the donkey of the day. Donkey of the Day goes to Carrie Kelly. Uh, Who is Carrie Kelly? Carrie Kelly is the brother of R. Kelly, and I had no idea Carrie Kelly was a recording artist, and after hearing this diss record he has put out towards his brother, I think it's best that none of us know he's a recording artist. Now, you may know Carrie Kelly from criticizing his brother for years. He claimed in a 2006 interview that R. Kelly offered him 50 grand, a record deal, and a house if he agreed to say publicly that it was him, not his brother, and that now infamous sex tape that led to R. Kelly's child pornography charges, of which R. Kelly was found not guilty. Now, here's the thing people should speak out against R. Kelly. Always. Okay? And, and, and the behavior he's shown us over the years. Hold him accountable, especially since his narrative never seems to change. And it's clear for all to see that R. Kelly has historically always had a problem. But how you hold him accountable is very important. How you deliver the message is crucial. 
And Carrie Kelly is a prime example of it's not what you're saying, but how you say it that matters. And Carrie Kelly has released a reply to R. Kelly's I Admit. Now, I Admit was a 19-minute song R. Kelly posted on Instagram. In, uh, no, he didn't post it on Instagram. He, post, he put, put that song out back in July, right? And it touches on the allegations that he sleeps with underage girls and is holding women hostage in what some people describe as a cult. I would play a snippet of the song for you just in case you haven't heard it, but the song is 19 minutes. No such thing as a snippet of a 19-minute song. A snippet of a 19-minute song would be five minutes, and I don't have that kind of time, okay? Just know that Killer, which is the Monica Carrie Kelly raps under, wants all the smoke because of this record. Now, in this reply, he's accusing his brother of lying, spreading STDs, and not caring about their mother's death, and he said his mom only has a $500 tombstone. I don't know if any of this is true. It's always three sides to a story, R. Kelly's side, Carrie Kelly's side, and the truth. And the truth is something we never really get to nowadays because nobody cares about the truth and the lie is more entertaining. And the way Carrie Kelly decided to tell his truth or his side of the story is quite entertaining in the wackest of ways. Would you like to hear some of I Confess from Carrie Kelly? No. <laughs> uh, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Right, you don't have hear. a choice. Let Let, let's start it from the top. I confess. <laughs> I confess. <laughs> I confess. <laughs> I confess. Okay, hold on. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop it's right. very aggressive. It's very Wait. aggressive sounding. First of all, I confess. First of all, I don't want to hear a long <laughs> intro from someone whose music I'm not checking for anyway. Okay, the only reason I'm listening to this is to hear what you have to say about your brother. What you just heard was 16 seconds, and he still didn't get to the rap. You I have confess. to be a, you have to be a grade A superstar artist in order to have a 16 second intro. All this build up just to let me down. And you know what really grinds my gears? What grinds your gears? When someone replies to a song and says, you should have never said my name. All right. First of all, you don't mean that because you are ecstatic that he said your name. That was the highlight of your year thus far. Him saying your name is what inspired you to go in the booth and create this struggle that we still haven't gotten to yet because your intro is 16 seconds long. Actually, more because I stopped it at 16 seconds. Okay? You should have never said my name as if you are about to unleash a Tupac hit him up Nas Ether type beat on R. Kelly's head top. Are you ready to finally skip the long intro and get into Carrie Kelly's I Confess? Huh? You want to hear a, a Carrie Kelly's I Confess, his reply to I Admit by R. Kelly? Yes. You want to hear it? Here it go. <laughs> Again, I told you stop it up with me. You know that I'll be that G from the streets. When your fans hear this, they go push me, please. You see me, you get scared, you call police. Fought on this record. Fought on it. More booty bombs. More booty bombs. Let that ass gas rip. Fire that butt, Bazooka. Let those cheeks squeak. Why, why he just do an interview? <laughs> My point exactly. <laughs> All right, here's the thing, Carrie. You are probably making a lot of valid points in this record, but I don't hear any of them. You know why? Because this record is gourmet garbage. All right, there's high levels of fecal matter in the ocean. In the ocean, that is, I confess. Okay, the reason Carrie Kelly is getting donkier today. Because the truth is, Carrie, you're clout chasing, all right? You're probably correct about everything you're saying about your brother R. Kelly, but your intention is to not tell the truth about your brother. Your intention here is to try to get your musical career popping, all right? Everything you said in that Basura rap ballad, you could have tweeted, okay? That could have been a long Instagram caption. That could have been on Facebook. You could have did an IG Live video. As Envy just said, you could have did an interview, you know? You could have did all that. Instead, you decided to waste two minutes and 30 seconds of our lives attempting to spit hot fire, and instead, you gave us a warm anal exhale. You know, I once heard a quote by attorney Anita Hill, and she said, I resent the idea that people would blame the messenger for the message rather than looking at the content of the message itself. I usually would agree, you know. I would agree with what Ms. Hill said, but what about when the actual content is whack? <laughs> How can I even get to the message or the messenger when the actual content causes rectal turbulence? <laughs> Please give Carrie Kelly the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day. 
if Karen Kelly got smoke for me now. Yeah. Maybe I should have never said his name. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that donkey today. The Breakfast Club. What up, y'all? It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Ray J. This is a good time for Ray J to be up here, though, because, you know, I don't know if you know, but we, we celebrated eight years a couple weeks ago. You know what? My feed was going crazy, fam, yeah. about the first year, the first time this whole thing came about. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody knows Ray J was our first viral moment, right? But Ray J was actually also our first interview ever. And eight is like a number of, um, what does eight mean? Eight means uh, the building destroyed, basically. So I'm glad you're here, man. So yeah, you're our last interview of the year. Yeah. Good to see you. Thank you, Ray J. Why you got on that suit, man? I got to go uh, close some deals after this for the end of the year. You look like a scammer. I'm not going to lie to you. No, he doesn't. Ray J's a businessman. You look like you're trying to sell me whatever Will Smith was trying you to pitch know. in uh, that movie with him and his son. What was that movie called? A Pursuit of Happiness. Come on, man. That's cold. To <laughs> I ain't trying to scam you. Everything I got is real. Yeah, you doing some really big things with this Raycon Global. So oh, what yeah. you got for I us? I got gifts. Because it is the holiday season, so you come with gifts. What you got, Ray Jizzle? The eardrums. The eardrums. So, listen, Ray, you got all of this dope stuff going on with Raycon. How come when people ask you questions, you bring up old like, why do you keep reminding people of the Kardashians? And I never did that. That's what? not true. She brought it up first. I never brought up nothing. I'm done with that. My wife right. will kick my ass. That's so right. where did that whole ecstasy come from? She said it from? on the show. She said that oh. she was on ecstasy oh. when she made that Damn. sex tape. I got, listen, I got no time for that kind of stuff. Right. Got you, got you, got you. You know what I'm you. saying? I'm trying to stay A1. You know, and just keep it true with the fam. Man, you're going to have me sleeping on the couch. No, that's for the good. Week. I'm glad. I didn't yeah, she, know, I... He's not the one that brought that up. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure he wanted to defend himself because don't make it seem like you got drugged. Yeah, and but they, I never really, I never commented on it either. They were saying sources from Ray J said, I'm, I just was at the house with right. the baby. Got you, got He's you. Like, I'm at home making speakers. I'm yeah, not like, I'm good. Me. Like, listen, that's just, it's old, you know. I've had my moments of being reckless with, you know, just speaking about it and having fun with it. And now, you know, I'm, I'm married. I got the baby. I'm good. Like, God bless everybody. Uh, but I ain't even on that. The cute so baby. even when they said you was doing some interview and you brought it up, that wasn't you? No, that's the, uh, that's why I went Who online. It was something about, and I was in London, and they yeah. said I went through, I was saying all kind of crazy stuff, and I'm like, fam, that would be the worst thing I could do right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I had to, you know, I usually don't defend myself. I just let it go, but I had to get on my social media feed and say, listen, I got a wife, I got a baby. I got a business. I got a business. Forget the business, though. Just the wife and the baby is all very important. You know, it's it is that's it. And so, why would I even try to approach that situation again? I would, that's that's corny. You're over it. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. And I see you and Brandy have an album coming out together. We really? Working, we working on one. We wow. working on one. Yeah, we've been working. Her album comes out soon. Um, so I'm on one song on the album. So I'm I'm excited about that. Hopefully, it it really happens. You know what I mean? Well, Brandy knows she's a that's legend, your sister. Yeah. So how much have y'all done? We, we've been working on a few songs, but we haven't really got into detail with the album like and really said we working on the album yet. Mm -hmm. so. does, does Brandy respect you as an artist? Yeah, absolutely. That's big sis, though. So, you know, I, I, I listen uh, more than I try to, you know, um, give out the most ideas. Mm -hmm. Don't have Brandy out here on some, like, new trap music type because oh, no. you still out here turned up a Ray little bit. don't be doing no, no trap music yeah, either. I'm good. I, I, I really don't do music. Like, singing something I do on the side. Mm -hmm. I crossed over to the other side, and I didn't even have to die. Ooh, that's not me, though. That's Drake. That's <laughs> the hell are you talking about, Ray J? <laughs> How's fatherhood? Uh, fatherhood is, is, is amazing, man. The baby got me just in another zone. Um, and she got me up, too. Baby get up at, like, 7.30 a.m. and want to watch Dora the Explorer and Mickey Mouse. Mm -hmm. It's the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Come inside, it's fun inside. It's the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. See, Let me see your eyes, Come inside, it's fun inside. <laughs> Let me see your goddamn eyes. You back on that narcotic, boy? Mm. <laughs> Shut up. Huh? No, 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 no. Now I see everything looks like Listen, it's going well. We're I got shareholders. There man. you go. You know what I'm saying? Take it easy on me. There you go. I see <laughs> things are going well with Princess Love and the family now, yeah. too. So they've come to terms. I know there's always been some back and forth issues, but now I think the baby helps also with that. Yeah, I think the baby brought us all together. Mm -hmm. I think that it was the baby that kind of just really was the centerpiece to everybody's just kind of letting their guards down and just becoming a family. So they... 
Hey, actually, my sister got us a Mickey Mouse Christmas tree. Oh, this yeah. y'all first Christmas together with the baby? Oh, Christmas, man. man, that's beautiful, man. First How many Christmas. months is she? She's six months. Yeah, so she can kind of, like, feel the spirit a little bit. She can enjoy it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. She was up here last time acting like she was three years old. I know. She been running the show. She was just, uh, <laughs> she was in a Fuse meeting. My my wife then was pitching a show over there, and she was in the meeting pitching. <laughs> the baby was pitching? Pitching. What have you learned about yourself you didn't know existed before this child? Uh, before, the, before the childhood? Well, I didn't know I could sleep on the couch this much. Because I'm on the couch after 9 p.m. Mm -hmm. You know, the baby got to get into her quiet time. They on a routine. So I go out on the couch, and I just watch TV until like 7.30 in the morning, and I pop back in the room. Damn, you watch TV until 7.30? Well, I pass out. Okay. So I get up at like 2 or 3 and like maybe get back in the bed, or I just stay out till they get up. What's your favorite cartoon now? Uh, I really don't watch cartoons, but I'm, I'm stuck on the Dora the Explorer, too. If I had to pick between Mickey Mouse and Dora the Explorer... <laughs> Um, you know why this is so funny? Because Ray J is just a tired story. ass father right now. Man, he like, probably just, just came in on a flight. He was up yeah. all night with the baby. Now yeah. you got to run around and do business meetings. Yeah, probably man. flying right back. I'm going right back at like mm -hmm. 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got more with Ray J. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Ray J's in the building. Yee. Now, what's up with the Fashion Nova baby line? Because we see how much money Fashion Nova made. They were the number one most Googled clothing line. Were they? Of the year. Congratulations, yeah. Fashion Nova. And we got Fashion Nova men. Yes. I, I salute them, but I thought they were black on, so it kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. I did, too. Me, too. I didn't know they were. I thought they were black on. Yeah, well, they definitely hooking up a lot of black people, though, so, you definitely. know. Definitely. They're cutting checks. Cardi B definitely getting paid. Cardi B. They look out for Princess, too. Mm, uh, princess. They look out for Princess. Checks decent? Checks good for Princess. <laughs> Thank you, give Fashion it up, Nova. We're all going to give us some on, applause. Yep. Would yep. you do Fashion Nova men? Uh, listen, listen. That's where that suit's from. <laughs> I got I got so many products I gotta I gotta focus on you know what I mean so I don't know if if uh, if that will work for me just because I'm running another kind of like show so but I you know I see Safari and them doing it right. Safari's like the super spokesperson for Fashion Nova and Men. you like a check I like a check but I'm good on the check <laughs> all right now check. Hey, what you did on um, Love and Hip Hop was trash too bro. Remember when he had... Okay, no, we have that actually because we want to make sure you don't still have these issues, but let's run that back. Which one? But you have to have sex too, so it has to go hand in hand. I'm always ready. I've never been, <laughs> I never been limp. You've been limp lately. Like, it doesn't even get up anymore. Come on, it gets oh, up. Oh. Ray J, how's that going? It gets up. Why wasn't you getting hard? Well, listen, the baby's in the room. And that's it, you know. Mm -hmm. that I should, understand that. Well, I should, I should do it. It just feels wrong because the baby's there. The, I mean, I know that's how the baby got here, but the baby is here, so mm -hmm. I don't want her to hear any kind of moaning or anything like that. She's too young for that. Not feel you. You know, she's too young, and then I just, we got to be alone. Like, the baby can't be in, in sight, you know what I mean? So and you didn't even want to have sex while she was pregnant either. Well, I wanted to make sure the baby was sacred, yeah, and yeah, the baby yeah, yeah. didn't get 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 hurt you know it was our first baby humble brag about you well, I, not like that i'm just saying i didn't want the baby to get hurt and all of and us being like you know wow with each other so right. I, I i we did it we that's did a difficult it. balance because you know for you mentally there's all these things you're thinking of but for her she's like look i still want to make sure that I, my husband finds me attractive i still want to have sex yes and that's a, a difficult balance for a lot of people well listen i i still love the whole thing about sex, you know, but I tried to put that secondary to being a parent and to being focused on what we need to do as far as the bigger responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So I do got to get back into that because yeah. I've I've kind of got used to just, you know, working hard and then just taking care of the baby. So working it's, limp. It's like a, you know, it, it's like after 30 days, it be, you form habits. Right. This is how I know Ray J not cheating no more. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I know Ray J not cheating. Not even that. It's the fact that you, when you when you start really focusing on your one woman, mm -hmm. and you focusing on your family, and you focusing on your work, you f you don't you don't feel like you have to do it. When you cheating a lot, you feel like oh I gotta get with wifey because I'm out here doing this with other chicks. Yeah. So you gotta keep the energy up. But when you really ain't doing nothing. You just like I'm just I'm really working. Yeah, you really got nothing to prove at that because it's like once you, if you 100, percent then there's nothing you know you nothing you trying to hide from. So you know you just gotta really live it in order to really 
you know, say it to me. What about when you was at dinner with that dude and you set him up, man? Which one? When you, what's homie name that was up here? Oh, oh yeah, A1? I, I A1. called y'all about about A1M. I, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, what happened? When you told A1 <laughs> that his girl was sleeping with Safari, then you had both of them come to dinner. Why you Don King that situation, Rick? Listen, man. Looking back at that and watching myself in that in that moment, I felt terrible. Felt terrible as a friend. It was uncalled for. It was not cool. It was it was just downright disturbing. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, you know what? If that's what that looks like, then even though I was kind of having fun with it, and I think having fun at somebody else's expense and pain is wrong. And so I'm not saying I'm happy I did it, but watching it and then watching back at what I did, I'm like, okay, I got to make some adjustments. Mm -hmm. I got to apologize to A1 and Lyrica and really genuinely, like, you know, apologize to them just for being young and stupid and just really just not caring. So... Again, you right. It was bad. They so had their you baby. Did you um? Did you was, send them a present? Yeah, I sent them. Uh, we sent them. I sent them a Ferrari um, car seat. But why would you do it if you knew it was wrong? Like, imagine if somebody did that to you, Ray. That's what I did. I thought about it, and I said, you know, well, I said at the at that moment, I it was entertaining. Yeah. And you was in your executive producer bag. And I just was. I, I felt like I hate to say it, but I felt like I aced it. I mean, it was a good scene. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. It like it was, it was scene. a great scene. But but watching it back and doing that to somebody that I'm cool with was uh, was wrong. And and I, I apologize again if A1 is listening and Lyrica, I love y'all. And, and I was like, you know, you don't even have to accept my apology mm -hmm. because it was like in that world, you mm -hmm. know. But I let I wanted them to know that I cared and that I'm sorry. And um, take your time to forgive me. Take your time, you know, but at some at some point in your heart, if you have it, for me, then please, you know, understand that I feel bad about that. Shut up, Ray. And I and I and I think that yeah, he feels that's terrible. Nice. <laughs> that's part of being an adult. Sometimes we make mistakes and yeah. you gotta admit. Well, you should admit mm -hmm. when you do wrong and, and you face it like that and just be straight up about it. Then it, it, I think that God'll work out everything else. But when you when you just try to get around it or do some kind of like sorry apology that really don't mean nothing, then they then they have every right to 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 check you in in, in a situation. So for me, that was bad. It well, the, looked bad. The best apology is always change behavior. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I did that, and I and I didn't even think they were gonna be my friend, but they did, and then they invited me to the baby shower, and I went, and everybody was kind of looking at me like, you mm -hmm. know. And that could have been bad. What if A1 would have had a gun or something? Yeah. Not at his baby shower. No, I'm talking no, about when, when, the... when Safari pulled up yeah. and sat at the table. Jesus Christ. Don't call on him now. <laughs> Why not? All right, we got more with Ray J. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got Ray J still in the building. Charlemagne? You ever thought about being a pastor, Ray? <laughs> you know what? I thought about it. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. But uh, I... I, I... I need another 15 years. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You're growing. I'm off to a good start. But right. again, like, you know how life is. It, it It's a roller coaster ride. So who knows what's ahead of us. But I know I'm focused. And I, I know I'm ready for it. So this company, I would assume, makes millions of dollars because this is where electronics is at, is where it's at. Yeah, these, well, let me say we pulled back from selling scooty bikes. Mm -hmm. um, just Why? People like the scooty bikes. Well, no, I love, and they, we still sell them, but not that's not our premier product. These are our premier products because this is what's selling out. Right. Like, we can't keep these in the store. We can't keep, like, our online inventory is, they, they always take it off. So we decided to focus on, you know, the, the eardrums, the earbuds, and, and, you know, speakers, everything under $100. So what's the retail on these eardrums? $79.99. Y'all need these in the airport. Um, We've been talking to them. Like, our online sales have been crazy, so we have we just been focusing on online, RayConGlobal.com. Happy holidays. What's the discount? Uh, I think Ray J high. No, no, nope. I'm just feeling good. He's excited. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm high off life. Your eyes are a little low, Ray. Well, it's early. Okay, okay. It's early. He's on West yeah. Coast time. I don't even, I don't even smoke weed like that no more. It tires me. It, it, it you bring, look tired. It brings me down. I've been up all night. I and he has a girl. baby. Yeah, I haven't went to sleep, but I haven't been, you know, party. I don't even party no more. Are you planning on having another baby? Yeah, I want to. My wife want to get the baby going right now, so she, you know, Melody can have a, you know. A sidekick. Yeah, don't wait too long. I waited too long. I'm not going to say I waited too long because everything happens when God wants it to happen. But yeah. 
Mine's ten, then three, and then two months. So yeah, then what, three what, and two months old. Yeah, that's a good. That's, that's a good. good yeah, absolutely. What a ten, the ten year old, it gives you a, a it gives you knowledge and, and experience to now do it like yeah, that. Yeah, and and it's a and it's a, she's a real big sister. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you did it right. Mm-hmm. You did it right. But don't wait for me. Don't wait. Don't yeah, wait. You did it right. Me and my brother are a year and three months apart, and I think my mom was happy to have just knocked it out back you to back. A year like, and three months apart. Mm-hmm. That's that's close. Yeah, we're very close. We're very close in age. So. Brand, me and Brandy, uh, a year and eleven months apart. Yeah, it's really? nice to kind of yeah. like come up together. It always seemed like Brandy was a, was way older than you. At least I didn't know it was that close. Yeah, well, you know, I was I was doing young things. Oh Lord. You know, I was doing I, I was doing young things. You think you've uh, evolved out of the oh hey that's Brandy's brother? It just happened to me downstairs. No, coming up. Nobody said that. I swear, everything I love, the dude said, yeah, you know Brandy, right? The singer, that's her brother. He said, hey, Brandy's brother. Was it envy? He must be old. How old no, was it, he? they were the guys in the they were the security guys in the front. People still say you Brandy, Damn. brother. I, hey. But you are, so. And I'm happy about it. Yeah. Does Brandy ever get I'm Ray J's sister? Is that, that's Ray J's sister? She said she got it before, but I think she was just trying to make me feel good. She's like, no, they say it to like, me all the time, too. <laughs> yeah, like, but no, um, let me call you back, okay? You keep calling me, and I'm in an interview. Bye. It's not plugged Ain't in. Nobody calling you, Ray. It's not even on. Ray, I'm tired of, hey, hey, Ray, I love you, but I'm tired of talking to you, okay? We, <laughs> Is that it? That's, that's my yes. interview? Hey, man, my guy, Ray J, man. Thank, thank, thank you for coming, brother. Uh, and then before we leave, can y'all let them know um, how how the Breakfast Club was? Who was oh, okay, who, so the, was the Breakfast reason? Club was founded on Ray J's principles. You were the first interview that we ever did on The ever. Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. You were the first viral moment that we had that actually saved the show. And ever. now you are the last interview in our eighth year that we are doing for the year. Thank you, Ray J. It's all good. My man, mm-hmm. Ray you know, J. Anytime I can lend a hand or anytime I can help. Thank you. <laughs> it's Ray J, y'all. The Breakfast I appreciate Club. y'all. RayConGlobal.com. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Brought to you by Aquaman. On Thursday, join Aquaman on the epic journey to discover who he was born to be. The bridge between two worlds. Aquaman in theaters everywhere Thursday. Home is calling. Rated PG-13.